This is a download from Newstalk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Now, each week here on Global Village, at the end of the programme, we always um, celebrate the fact that 199 different nationalities have chosen to make Ireland their home. And we call this part of the show the 199 Shades of Green. As after all, collectively, we now make up a new diverse island. And it's a really great feature because not only you learn about a new culture and a new country, but most importantly, you meet a person from uh, from one of these um, uh, one of these nationalities that have now made Ireland their home. Well, this week, we turn to someone with their origins in Burkina Faso in West Africa. Well, joining me now is Lasan Edrago. Welcome to Global Village, Lasan. Thank you very much. Now, I, we were having a laugh about this earlier on. Lasan, if I pronounce it Lassana uh, in Sinhalese, which is one of the native languages in Sri Lanka, it means beautiful. So what does Lasan actually mean in your language? In my language, it will mean probably the same as uh, somebody who is uh, fair and loyal, uh, uh-huh. like a warrior. <laughs> Stand always for the right things. And it's interesting because you are actually a human rights and social justice activist. So so I think maybe of your parents, when they took one look at you, they were able to predict your, your, your future. I, I wouldn't say so, but I can say that uh, my strong suit uh, also uh, came from my parents who also were like uh, social justice activists and uh, human rights activists and uh, were so much involved in politics also. So growing up, uh, that was uh, something that clicked on me and uh, shaped me uh, the way I, I, I am today. Mm-hmm. And and Burkina Faso, now I have to say, we the first time we have someone from Burkina Faso here on, on the show. And uh, do you find a lot of people asking you, where exactly is that? And is that why we you always say Burkina Faso in West Africa? I will say yes. Uh, surprisingly, up till now in Ireland, uh, people don't know much about my country. I would say more than 90 percent of people I've met uh, were quite surprised and wondering where is this country from. And uh, from my own experience, I wouldn't be surprised the day I arrived in the island, uh, not having any word in English, trying to tell people who uh, the immigration officer at the airport where I'm coming from was uh, like a playing like a play where they were laughing at me, look at each other and say, no, we never seen anybody from this country here. Oh dear. I use a map to show my country oh, of no. origin. But even though uh, that I was not believed that I was from that country and that followed me through my asylum process till I came out of it with a wrong nationality uh, because of not believing me that I was from that country. You're not serious. Really? I'm telling you the truth. And wow. uh, it took me two or three months after I was given my residency in Ireland to get that nationality corrected by the immigration. Wow. Wow. Okay. That, that, and that's it. After you showing them on a, on a map where Burkina Faso is. But, but tell me, when did, you, uh, t- when did you arrive in Ireland? I arrived in Ireland in February 2007. Yeah. And, and you went through the, the direct provision system? System, yeah. Uh, so how many years were you in the Six system? years Six in the direct provision system. It's, uh, I know it is. And, you know, you, you are uh, obviously a social justice activist and human rights activist, you know, before your experience of direct provision. I can just imagine how much more passionate you uh, you must be after you coming through this system in Ireland. Uh, that's right, uh, Dale, because when I came out of the direct provision system, I did not waste time to join the Irish Refugee Council on campaigning 
to end the direct provision system because of all the frustration, the humiliation, and you know the, the you know the inhuman treatment that I had been um, victim on gone through the, the direct provision system. So because of that, I will tell you that yes, uh, direct, uh, living in direct provision for six years had made me uh, more uh, passionate to stand against. Uh, social justice and human rights issues. So, so you have refugee status now, and and what are you doing with yourself now in Ireland? Uh, at this time, like I said, you are involved uh, with uh, the Archdiocese Council as a volunteer, working um, with them as part time. And I'm recently, uh, I recently joined uh, the Epic program, Business in the Community Island. Brilliant, love them. Which I'm great. working with them as well uh, in on base of our um, work placement. Mm. Uh, to gain uh, more experience and upskill myself and get ready for work. And t- t- tell me a little bit about Burkina Faso because as 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 you in your own experience, a lot of people listening to this saying, you know, where where is that? So uh, tell us a little bit about your country. Uh, Burkina Faso, for many people, my remember uh, the former name called Upper Volta. It's a French colony. Uh, we only changed our name in 1984 after one year uh, of revolution that we had in 1983. Um, it's uh, located in West Africa. Uh, we share border with uh, Ghana, Mali, Togo, and Ivory Coast for those who are a bit familiar with the, 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 the region. And what languages would you speak? We speak French. French. Yeah. So so you now currently speak French and, and English, obviously. And what's uh, uh, the food like? Oh, I know oh you're a good God. cook. I wish you can give me a flight ticket tonight to go back home. I miss <laughs> I miss the food. It's beautiful. Like uh, we have um, different varieties of uh, of dishes and meals, like traditional food. Um, but we quite uh, have a uh, similarities with Ireland in terms of uh, cooking, like rice or you know potatoes or different things. But. Uh, on terms of uh, local food, oh my God, my mouth is even uh, watering. Because that is one thing uh, we like. I, I I didn't cook Sri Lankan food when I came to Ireland, and after about six years of living here, I thought this is this is ridiculous. I'm 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 literally feeling faint at the thought of, of having a Sri Lankan curry. So I actually taught myself how to how to make a, a, a mean curry. So so that's what happened to you. So the only way you can sample your own food is actually make it yourself. Exactly, and I will tell you that is after I left the system that I was able to do uh, my own food myself because uh, living in direct provision you don't have any basic right like you don't you can cook for yourself you even to you know um, ask uh, something somebody has to make it for you and uh, that is not even uh, according to what you need or you, you know what might be suitable for you is somebody imposing you every day what to eat and what to not eat and it's that for for six years it was uh, uh when i left the system and i was able to cook uh, myself oh, it was something that i couldn't wait and and you've actually picked a a song uh from uh from from burkina faso could you tell us a little bit about the song and what's the significance for you yes um the song is a full of a lovely and beautiful story it's a uh, talk about exile and uh quiet um in this song and those who are singing it it's a like a journey between one young um musician from Burkina Faso and the Republic of Chad which means it's completely two different country who travel along a journey and met uh, in earlier 2000 and they came with a uh, hip hop uh, style 
but all the music is are beautiful. They're talking about royalty, royalty in life, you know, um, about uh, exile, about struggle, about justice, and uh, how difficult uh, life uh, is while it was meant to be simple. But through the song, it, it's amazing. For those who understand French, uh, they will really enjoy it. It's lovely. Brilliant. So it's called Chemin de l'Exile? Chemin de l'Exile, de l'exile is uh, the, the, the road of exile. And um, it's about, uh, it, it talks about uh, how birds uh, fly uh, with two wings battling against the wind. And it's a hard and a difficult journey. Let's listen to that song. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Lasano Drago, this week's 199 Shades of Green. de l'exil te tiennent, il faut partir ici c'est ce qu'il faut s'en aller pour s'enrichir, pour pas qu'on puisse dire voilà celui le fils sans avenir ça va venir ce matin où tu fais ta valise, tu vois qu'on te balise et tes parents te verbalisent tous ceux qui t'aiment te disent qu'ils te regretteront amèrement tu n'y croiras pas mais tu ne diras pas que ta mère te ment, quand sur ton épaule couleront ses larmes et son serment c'est fièrement que tu lèveras la tête droite devant toi, tu marcheras et elle verra tes pas comme des adieux au seuil de ta porte tu croiseras le regard de ton père soucieux, rouge de haine se disant qu'il est la cause de cette peine, tu t'en iras avec la base en main presque vite le cœur malade mais l'esprit avide que cupide, tu t'en iras avec l'espoir de revenir un jour quand tu ne sais pas, mais tu t'en vas car c'est ton jour, pour qui tu feras ça tu répondras à maman et papa, sur le sentier tu entendras les derniers chants des oiseaux le doux parfait de cette forêt à laquelle tu tu tourneras le dos, tu t'en iras, prendras place dans ces têtes de fer, qui t'emmènera loin de ta patrie sur nos terres, loin de nous qui t'aimons et près d'une passion étrangère. Sai, c'est Là-bas, mais il n'y aura plus personne. Personne parce que là-bas, c'est chacun pour soi et Dieu qui donne. Rarement cette joie d'être et d'appartenir à ta race. Il n'y aura plus de place, c'est l'unité que tu as connue chez toi. Tu oublieras tes parents et tu penseras qu'à tes études. Avec cette attitude, tu pourras ravaler ta solitude. Illusion, c'est chaque visage, tu verras comme une inscription te rappelant que t'es qu'un gibier parmi les lions. 
Tu rédigeras des lettres que le facteur n'aura jamais. Tu ramèneras de belles photos et tu diras que tout est parfait. Tu resteras 5-6 ans jusqu'à ce qu'un jour un message t'annonce le mariage de ta sœur cadette. Tu te tiendras la tête dans les deux mains en pensant au clair de lune, aux enfants et aux tambours parlants. Mais qui sera là pour te compter l'événement Au fond de ton âme, tu seras marqué profondément. Tu connaîtras l'amour. Pas celui de Fatmata, mais celui des dîners, des fleurs, bref, de Natalia. Tu voudras plus venir quand ta mère malade va souffrir. Tu vas plus répondre quand le village va t'écrire. Tu diras que tu t'en fous quand ton père va te maudire. Ainsi, c'est comme ça que le facteur te donnera une lettre. Et c'est comme ça que tu jetteras parce qu'on t'embête. Mais si tu savais que ta mère a perdu la vie. Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.